the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Damien Cohen and I'm eight years old. So coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Rabbi Kevman all about tzedakah. Do you know anything about tzedakah? Just stay tuned to 101.9 High FM. We'll find out more about them soon. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Demi Cohen and I'm eight years old. I have Rabbi Kivman, Kivman in the studio with me today. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Rabbi. Good afternoon, Demi. It's so good to be with you and with all the Chai kids listening out there. Thank you. What does tzedakah mean? What does tzedakah mean? That's a very good question. And I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate. You know how Jews answer questions? Yes. How do we answer questions, Demi? With questions. Why? Why not? Right? So what do you know? What does tzedakah mean? What do you think it means? Money. <laughs> money. Well, tzedakah could include money. That's a very good point. There's a lot of elements to tzedakah. And it's good that you're asking this question because today, that's the topic you're asking about. And you know something? My kids were at Generation Sinai on Tuesday, and I was with them there. And I'm sure lots of you kids listening were at the Generation Sinai as well on Tuesday morning. I was morning. also at Generation Were you there? Sinai. Which school are you at, Demi? King David Victory Park. Oh, that must be a really fun and cool school. It is. So, did you learn about Tzedakah Generation Sinai? Yes. Okay, so I'm sure you're going to share with us some of the things that you learned about Tzedakah. Hmm. Now, Tzedakah, a lot of people translate the word Tzedakah as charity. But I want to give you a little more precise meaning to the word Tzedakah, because Tzedakah comes from the word Tzedek. Could you say the word Tzedek? Tzedek. Tzedek, Easy. Maybe that can't be a tug twister if it's so easy to say. Tzedek. Tzedek means righteous or justice. It's the just thing to do is to give tzedakah. That means Hashem entrusts us with giving tzedakah with the money that we have. So Hashem gives us money and that money we're meant to give 10% of it. Now there's a Hebrew word for 10%. Do you know what that word is? It's no. meister. Have you heard the word meister? Master, no. No, not a meister. <laughs> Maser. Say master. Master. There you go, meister. So we are giving 10% of our income. Now, I don't know how much money you make. When I was a kid, I didn't have a lot of money. But whatever money we have, if we just give a little bit of it to somebody who's less fortunate than us, that is giving tzedakah. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question. Think about if, have you ever gone to, with your mom to the bank because she needed to put money in the bank or? No. No. Do you, does your mom, do you know if your parents have, a, like when they go to the bank, what they do in the bank? You're familiar with the bank? My parents have gone to the bank, but no, I don't know. Okay. So let me share with you what happens at the bank. Why do you think your mom goes to the bank? What do you think she goes there to do? She goes she, there to get more money. To get more money. How does their money get into the bank? 
I don't know. Mm. Because if your mom works or if your dad works, then they earn money, and the money that they make, they put it in the bank. Now, here's the thing I want to ask you. Why is she giving her money to the bank? Do you think she's giving her money away to the bank, that they should just have all her money? No, I think it's for charity. Well, that's a good point. That's possibly one of the things she's going to do with the money. But I want to share with you something interesting about charity and about tzedakah. And just so you could understand it, you see, when your mom gives her money to the bank or when she goes to get her money from the bank, it's because the bank is holding her money. Now, why does the bank have your mom's money? It's not that she's just giving her money away to the bank. She's giving it to them to hold onto it to her, for her for a little while. Now, did you know that the bank is allowed to use your mom's money while they're holding on to it. You know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, they have your mom's money. I'm teaching you a little bit of, about investments here. It's a very interesting thing, and you'll see how it's related to tzedakah. Because the bank could use the money however they want, but they need to make sure that when your mom goes to ask for her money back, when she goes into the bank, that the money's ready for her. You know why? Because wow. it's her money. It's your mom's money. She earned it. She's just letting the bank hold on to it, even though they're using it too. But whose money is it? My mom's. Exactly. Now, I want to tell you something, Demi. Each of us, that's you, me, Tippy, DJ Flo, Mandy, and all the listeners, all the kids, we are all like a banker too. Now, do you know how we're like a banker? Because oh. we also have money. And guess where our money comes from? Where? It comes from Hashem. Mm. Ah. Now, it's Hashem's money. And you know what Hashem says? I like Demi. Or I like Tippy, Or I like DJ Flo. And I'm going to, I think you're going to be a good banker. And Hashem says that I'm going to give you my money to keep for a little while. So the money we have comes from Hashem. Now, let's say, Demi, that your grandma comes to visit. You have a grandma? Yeah. Yeah? Does she ever come to visit and give you like some money? Maybe she says, I'm going to give you 200 rand today. Um... Grandma, hint, hint. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Maybe after she hears the way you present on <laughs> Chai Kids, she's certainly going to climb such nachas. She'll be so proud of you and want to give you something. Do you ever do babysitting? Well, once in place, mm-hmm. I did babysit my baby cousin. <laughs> oh, cool. Did they pay you for it? Um, well, no. No, it's free child labor. Yeah, because they were, they lived next door, two houses. So. Okay, cool. Next time you tell your cousin, I did a big mitzvah, and now, no, well, you do a mitzvah, you don't do it for money. But mm-hmm. the point I'm making is that maybe some of the kids listening get money here and there. And that money, even though we're getting it from the work we do, it's from Hashem, and Hashem's mm-hmm. putting it into you. I'm saying you're a good banker, and I want you to hold on to this money. And so maybe you got Hanukkah gold. Did you, Hanukkah, you got Hanukkah gold? Some money on Hanukkah as a gift? Sometimes. Sometimes. There you go. That Hanukkah gold is a... It's, Hashem says you're a good banker. I'm going to tell your dad to give you some money. And that's how we get that money. Now, how would you use the money that you get? I'll do some of it to, for cha- charity. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably buy toys with the other half. Okay. <laughs> it's your money, right? Well... Actually, I said it's actually you're the banker. It's Hashem's money. Hashem says you can use the money however you want, but sometimes I'm going to ask you to do something with the money because it's Hashem's money. So Hashem says that you could use the money, you could buy toys of that money, you could do what you like, just like the banker, but because it's Hashem's money, we also have to follow Hashem's rules about the money. You understand that? So just like it's your mom's money and she goes to take it from the bank, your money, my money, it's Hashem's money. 
And Hashem says, you could use the money how you like, but there are some rules to how to use that money. Yeah. So one of those rules is called miser. That's what I was telling you before, which is actually the idea of tzedakah. Let's just focus on the word tzedakah. And that means that some of the money that I give you, you know how much? How much? Well, that's miser. Miser means 10. 10%. In fact, we're going to be going into Yom Tov in two days on Shavuos. And on yeah. Shavuos, we read, Aser to Aser, that a person should give 10% of their income. So let's say you got 200 rand. How much is 10% of your 200 rand? How much is 10% of 200 rand? Do you know? Uh, how about you, Tippy? Do you know how much is 10% of 200 rand? Let's hear. Speak into the microphone. We want to hear you from you. 20. 20. That's right. Let's start with 100. How much is 10%? Well done, Tippy. <laughs> good, good job. 10% of 100. Okay, we're not going to do fractions. This isn't the maths class. We want this to stay fun, right? Okay, so we're not going to bore you with the mathematics. Although maths could be lots of fun. So mm-hmm. that's true. So when we give 10% of our income, so if you have 10 rand, how much is 10% of 10 rand? One rand. If you have 100 rand, 10 rand. If you have 200 rand, 20 rand. If you have 1,000 rand, 100 rand. And you give that to somebody less fortunate than yourself. Maybe to your school to give out, maybe to your shul, maybe to a poor person on the corner, maybe to somebody who's collecting. You give it to that person, they obviously need help, and you're helping them out. So that is tzedakah. Okay. Yeah, next time you have a question, you should ask. If you ask a rabbi, you always get a long answer. Ask someone who's going to give you a simple, short, sweet answer, hey? Yeah, maybe I should ask Tippi. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Tippi, you're going to answer the next question. You give the short answer, then I'll give the long one. Why do we give tzedakah? Ah. What do you think, Tippi? Who's the banker? You're the banker, right? Yeah. But whose money is it? Hashem. It's Hashem's money. So, what are the rules that Hashem gives you with the money? You could have the money, you could buy toys, you could do what you like with it, but you make sure that you give at least how much percent? Ten. Ten percent to help a needy person. And that's why we give tzedakah. Remember what I told you the word tzedakah means? I'm going to give you a fancy word. Etymologically. Could you say etymologically? That's a tongue twister for today. Yeah, I don't think I Etymologically. Etymologically means the root, the shoresh. You heard of the word shoresh? No. It's the root of the word tzedakah. It means it's the just, it's the right thing to do. And that's what Hashem wants, that you should give 10% at least of your money to tzedakah, to somebody who's less fortunate. That's quite clever, actually. Yes. How often should we give tzedakah? Give, give tzedakah every day. Give it with a smile. And when the pushka comes around and they shake it up and down, just give, give tzedakah with a smile. Could you sing that song? La, 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 la. Give, give tzedakah every day. Give it with a smile. And when the pushka comes around and they shake it up and down, just give, give tzedakah with a smile. Does that answer the question? Yeah, I think so. Every day. And let me ask you a question. Do you think it's better to give tzedakah once for the whole week or once for the whole month? Even a big amount, once for the whole year? Or even if you give less but give every day? Give less but every day. Exactly, exactly. Because people need the tzedakah. We need to be giving tzedakah. And it's good if you have, let's say, a pushka, a tzedakah box, even in your bedroom and in your kitchen. So you remind yourself that when you're going to eat that delicious food and you put money in the tzedakah box and you say, maybe there's somebody else who can't afford food, so maybe I should give them tzedakah too. Mm. 
And then that is also them. clever. Exactly. That's right. Can we give tzedakah in, in the form of toys, clothes, or food, or does it have to be money? That is such a clever question. And I'm going to have, ask you to help me answer that question. Or Tsippy, Tsippy, what do you think? Can we only give money, or could you give other things too? Other things too. Like what? Let's give examples. Uh, food. Food. That's right. If you see somebody who's hungry and you give them food to eat, that is a form of tzedakah. What else do you think you could do? Old clothes. Old clothes. Even better is new clothes. <laughs> but whichever clothes you give, I wouldn't say to give something that's tattered. If you're giving something old, make sure it still looks decent. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it doesn't fit you anymore, but it's still nice and someone else could wear it. But if it's got like holes and stuff... Then, nah, probably not so nice to give tzedakah, right? Now, I want to share with you something else that's not even a thing. Do you know that it's also tzedakah to put a smile on someone's face? To give them words of upliftment, of encouragement? Maybe somebody's feeling down. You ever saw somebody who's just feeling down, depressed, lugubrious, melancholy, morose? You've heard of those words? Do you know what they mean? They mean just down, sad. not happy, sad. Exactly. Why don't I think of the simple words like sad, exactly, or mad, and you then put a smile on their face. Maybe you tell them a joke or something kind. <laughs> Do something that uplifts their spirit. That is also a form of tzedakah, but it doesn't absolve you from giving some money. How much money? Ten percent. Exactly. So now your kids, maybe you don't have that much money, so ten percent of a of whatever you have. But one day you'll be you'll work hard and make be very rich, make a lot of money, and whatever you do, whether you're teaching, teachers hopefully get paid, and whether you are a multi billionaire in your business, as long as you give at least ten percent, you are doing tzedakah. But of course, tzedakah is not only the money you give, but like you said, you could give toys, you could give food, you could give clothes, whatever it is that another person needs. How do we know when to give tzedakah? How do we know when to give tzedakah? Ooh, that's a good, good question. Is are you saying like if, if a person comes to ask you? Or if you should give to an organization. If you made money, I have a friend that right away when he makes money, he puts money away to give to tzedakah to help other people out. So like this, he knows that immediately that 10% is put aside. Now maybe he'll give it to an organization. Maybe he'll give it to his shul. Maybe he'll give it to the rabbi or the rebbitzin. Maybe he'll give it to his parents. Maybe he'll go to one of the special organizations. Do you know any special organizations in the community? Oh, I know a name. I can't think of it. Well, let's say, do you know Hatsala? Yes. Hatsala. Yes, Hatsala. And I w- want to tell you something. I actually am one of the volunteer paramedics of Hatsala, and we help people who are sick. How about, do you know the Hever Kadisha? Mm-mm. The Hever Kadisha no. are a wonderful organization in the community, and they take care of people who are sick. Oh, or I, I got one. Yes. Yad Aron. Yad Aron, very, very good. Yes, Yad Aron gives out food to people who need. Have you heard of Chabad House? Chabad, yes. Yes, I want to tell you some of the things we do at Chabad House and how you and the kids listening can get involved in a very fun way. We at Chabad House have, we do a lot of tzedakah campaigns. We do many things to help people out. But one of the things that I'm particularly proud of, something I'm involved with every day, is there are older people like Bubbies and Zadies who maybe don't work anymore, or maybe some of them do work. And we give them meals and 
therapies and learning and trips and iPad training. And we get kids, young kids like you and Sippy, to go. And any other kids who want, you better tell me. If you want to, if you want to do this, you just call Chabad House, which you could, your parents will find the number to call Chabad House and you could call me. And I could get you involved with one of these projects and you could teach older people. It's a form of tzedakah. How to use an iPad. Do you know how to use an iPad? Yeah. Yeah? Sippy, you know how to use an iPad a little bit? Sometimes. Sometimes, if mommy or daddy let you, right? Then you could teach older people how to use the iPad because, you know, old people like me, when we were kids, we didn't have iPads. We didn't know how to use these things. And if you teach us, that's a form of tzedakah too. There are so many organizations in our community that could use your tzedakah that they could give to people who need. So there are so many people who could benefit in so many ways from the tzedakah you give. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. I have Rabbi Kivman in the studio with me today. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019 or call on 101 Oh, 1403020. Now let's let us carry on with the questions, Rabbi. Sure, I'm all ears. Do we have to be asked before we give tzedakah? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, firstly, you know, if somebody does ask, we should try our best to give them and to help them. If you're able to, of course. Now, the truth is, though, if you know somebody who needs help, then it would be really good if you could help them without them asking. So say you know somebody who maybe is shy. Do you have a friend who maybe goes to school, but you see their shoes are tattered and are ripped and they're shy to ask. And if you're able to help them and get them a new pair of shoes, if you could afford, then that's great. And you didn't ask them, but maybe they'll be embarrassed to get from you. So maybe you got to think of a way, hmm, how are we going to help this person out and think how you could help them. But you don't have to be asked it's even better when you're proactive. You know what proactive means? When you take initiative, when you reach out and help another person. Mm. Is learning Torah part of tzedakah? Ooh, learning Torah is so important. In fact, we talk about the pillars of the world, and, and learning Torah is certainly important. But I would not say that learning Torah is going to help a poor person who doesn't have shoes to wear. If somebody's <laughs> hungry and you're learning Torah... Learning Torah is so important, it helps the world exist. But the purpose of learning Torah is to lead to action. The Torah teaches you to give tzedakah. So yes, you must learn Torah, but you also have to take action. Like the Torah says to keep kosher. If we just learn Torah, that's not keeping kosher. If we just learn Torah, that's not helping somebody who needs food to eat. So yes, you must learn Torah. It's very, very important. But you got to do what the Torah tells you to do. And one of the things the Torah tells you to do is to give tzedakah. Is tzedakah and charity the same thing? Ooh, now that's a very, very good question. You see, charity is the loose translation of tzedakah. A lot of people say charity. But charity means that you're a nice person, Demi. And I know you are. (laughs) And out of the goodness and kindness of your heart, you're going to help another person out. That's a good thing to do. But that's not tzedakah. You know why? Because tzedakah says that it's not just because you're a nice person. Even if you're not a nice person, some people are stingy. Some people aren't nice. 
But they still have to give tzedakah because tzedakah comes from the word tzedak. It means it's the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to help another person out. And whether you feel like it or not, you got to do it. And that's the difference between tzedakah and charity. Charity is from the goodness and kindness of your heart, whereas tzedakah is because Hashem said so. You're the banker, remember? You could do with that money what you want as long as you follow the rules and regulations that Hashem sets forth. Mm. So you got to give that tzedakah. Okay. What is the main thing we should give? Food, clothes, or money? Food, clothes, or money. I think all those things are good to give. Food, clothes, and money. All those things. So the thing is about what do you? I want to ask you something, Demi. If you give somebody clothes but they don't have food, then they still need something to get food, right? So clothes will help them to stay warm on the cold winter days. But if you gave them money, then they could also buy food. They could also buy toys. They could also buy whatever important things they need. Did you ever hear that song that goes like this? Something like, Tzedakah, 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 that is what we give to the poor people to help them live. Do you know that song, Tzipi? So they'll have food and clothes. So they'll have food and clothes. Even a penny a day before we start to pray. So we got to give Tzedakah every day. And yes, you could give food, you could give clothes, you could give money. Whatever you're able to give is good to give. Can a Jewish person give tzedakah to a non-Jew? To give to any person who needs your help. Anyone who needs your help, that's tzedakah. you got to help whoever needs. So it doesn't matter who the person is, if it's a boy, if it's a girl, if it's a man, if it's a lady, if, it's yo- if they're old, if they're young, if they're Jewish, if they're not Jewish, you got to help whoever you can. Where can we find tzedakah boxes? That is a great, great question. Where could we find tzedakah boxes? Well, I'm sure if you go to shul, you see tzedakah boxes. If you go to the supermarkets, I'm sure you've seen tzedakah boxes. They come in all shapes, forms, and sizes. Have you seen the cool ones coming out of Chabad House? We have them shaped like these little arcs. An arc, do you know what arc stands for? It stands, it's three, how do you spell arc? A-R-K. A-R-K, good. I bet you would ace the spelling bee in your school. Yeah. Now, A, besides for the A-R-K, A stands for acts, R stands for random, and K stands for Kievman, Rabbi Kievman. Oh, those are my, those are the letters of my name, Rabbi Ari Kievman. Did you think of that? But no. Yeah, well, this is how I'm going to recommend one of the ways you can find a way to give tzedakah. We have these really cool arcs. They used to be in yellow, but now you can find them in any color. You can pick them up at Chabad House. You get these little arcs. They stand for acts of random kindness. And you fill up the little arc with your loose coins, with your change that you get from when you buy toys or food or yeah. nosh. You put the change in there. And then you give it to any poor person or to an organization that could give that tzedakah and distribute okay. it to people in need. That's one place you could get to. You go to Chabad House, we'll give you an ark. Those arcs are available many places. Or I'm sure many of the other organizations. Just up the road here is Hatzalah. Just up the road the other way is the Chabra Kadisha. And wherever you go, you'll find many of the organizations have tzedakah boxes. And you could distribute that money to the poor people. Okay. Thank you to my guests for coming on Chai Kids. And thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us on Monday for another Chakid show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Shabbat Shalom and goodbye, kids.